combat the pressures of today's high-stress, high-performance lifestyle, many people are turning to a variety of anti-aging, longevity and performance-boosting techniques and treatments to try and get the most out of their time here on the planet. One of the more exciting treatments emerging in this field is not actually something new at all. It's based on a molecule that exists in every single cell in every single person on the planet, and it's called NAD. NAD stands for nicotinamide adenine dinucleotide. This molecule is most commonly known as a very important part of the process that helps the cells in your body create energy. Lately, we're also starting to see how this little molecule is involved in working with a set of proteins called sirtuins, which are important for activating and deactivating many of the genetic pathways that control aging, regeneration, immune function, and lots of other important instructions for health and well-being. As we get older, the amount of NAD we have decreases, and so the body's ability to make this energy and control these genetic pathways also decreases. This is one of the reasons that things seem to slow down as we age. We get tired easier, we don't heal or regenerate as quickly, our physical and mental performance declines. These are some of the things that happen to our bodies as our levels of NAD drop over time. On top of this, the extra demands we place in our body, such as alcohol abuse, extreme physical requirements or illness, can speed up how quickly we use up our NAD supplies. There are several ways that we can boost our levels of NAD and, in a way, turn back the clock on the aging process. We normally create NAD from substances found in certain foods that we eat and techniques like fasting and exercise can help increase our production of NAD. But these sources are usually not enough to offset the natural drop as we get older. The most popular way to increase your NAD levels in recent years is through supplementation and the treatment being hailed as the most effective form of supplementation is IV or intravenous therapy where NAD is introduced directly into your system. For today's podcast, we travel to London to meet John Gillen from the NADCell Clinic, who has established and run several NAD treatment centres in England and Europe, and who has years of experience using NAD for treating addiction and for improving general health and wellness. We also speak with Tom Ingolia from the NAD Treatment Centre in San Diego, who has a wealth of experience and knowledge surrounding NAD, its many therapeutic uses and the vision for this type of treatment going forward. This was a fascinating discussion, and I hope you enjoy it as much as I did. This is a podcast about finding answers to human questions, taking control, and feeling good. This is the Human Regeneration Project. Welcome back to the podcast. Uh, we are recording today over in London and I'm very lucky to be joined by some special guests today to discuss our topic of NAD. We have uh, Dr. Sam Van Eden here from the New Cell Clinic in Dublin. Hello there. We have Tom Ingolia from the NAD Treatment Centre all the way over from San Diego today. Glad to be here. And then we have John Gillen, who's actually hosting us here today from the NADCell Clinic here in London, um, all very experienced in different aspects of NAD and NAD treatment. Um, so before we dive in and actually uh, introduce all our guests properly, we'll, we'll just do a little bit on what the topic is today, and that is NAD. A lot of people are wondering what it is and what it stands for. So just a basic little nutshell, uh, NAD is nicotinamide adenine dinucleotide. Um, and it has kind of the spotlight has been on this molecule lately as something that's kind of new and chic but in fact this is something that's hundreds of years old it exists exists in all of us if you remember your school biology it's actually a very important molecule for energy production uh, brain function immune system but it, it goes much much deeper than that um, so rather than me kind of go too deep into the, the science of it just yet we're going to get a little bit of a feel from it from our uh, our, our friend over from San Diego today, who's Tom Angolia, and uh, Tom has a lot of experience in this field, both personal and professional. As I said, he's involved in the NAD treatment center in San Diego. But uh, we'll go to you, Tom, just to, to give us a, a brief insight into your, your story and your background first with NAD and how you kind of got involved in this world. Well, I got involved because uh, I was sick and and I, I really ran out of things, ran out of doctors, and I, and I and so I started to a journey on, on my own to find a, a way to health. And, and that led me online and that led me to, to doing NAD infusions before they were even really done in the U S and, uh, and, and 
lo and behold, I, I got better. I had chronic fatigue, chronic pain, uh, brain fog, and and I, I was also accidentally addicted to opiates. I didn't really know at the time, but uh, NAD seemed to, seemed to have, well, it didn't seem, I mean, it's pretty, pretty apparent that it had a very, uh, at least with her, me, it had a, a miraculous effect on me. And then that began my journey to figure out what that was all about. And I, as I explained in the, the Ben Greenfield podcast two years ago, that it, it, six months later, a famous Australian longevity scientist published in the journal Cell that essentially this is the one of the most renowned journals in the world that he was able to reverse the the age the age tissue of mice and 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 that was really for me a a, a point in time where uh, I thought we were on that I was on to something truly magnificent and when you say do you mind me asking when you say you were sick had you tried other forms of treatment for to, to, to help you improve from from the sickness before you discovered NAD yeah well I mean I tried different vitamin infusions I had trouble walking because uh, the pain in my feet was so bad I did something called um, shockwave therapy where they do sonic sonic wave booms into your feet I've done I was doing physical therapy I was uh, I was doing tons of vitamin infusions hyperbaric oxygen um, chelation um, you know uh, getting my neurotransmitters tested as long and as well as all the the tests that are normally found in in a more conventional setting like MRIs and psychiatry and things like that was that a form of neuropathy or what did the people tell you well you know I don't want to go too much into my story um, because a lot of the people that had that sickness some of the sicknesses they're actually they're sort of the strangely difficult responders and most people really respond. I, I think uh, a large majority of the people respond well to NAD, regardless. But the group that I come from happens to be perhaps a group that doesn't really respond that well. But um, but what I'll say is that I yeah I, I I had an adverse reaction to to drugs that I was prescription drugs that I was taking, and um, and one of the I, I may have had I, I think I. I would say I had tendinopathies. Um, I'm, I wouldn't, if I did have peripheral neuropathy, it would be sort of a, a difficult to diagnose peripheral neuropathy. And the actual treatment protocol that you went through with NAD, you know, a lot of people don't really know yet how it's actually performed. It was IV treatment you went through, was it? Yeah, it was IV. Intravenous, so directly introduced into the bloodstream. That's right, and it's a long process. You know, it, could, it, it can, might be eight hours long it has to be over several days over several days yeah 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 um and john maybe a bit of background into yourself and how you got involved with the uh the world of nad yeah well, it's good to be here dan uh i first became interested in uh, the nad in 2010 uh i'm a recovering alcoholic long-term recovering alcoholic been sober now for like 19 years and I travel around the world looking for new, innovative ways to help the addicted people, and uh, especially alcoholics. And I became interested because I started to hear stories, just like Tom's story there. I was at a conference in Las Vegas. Uh, it was a holistic uh, addiction conference. So it was more or less non-scientific, but more lent on helping people with uh, more holistic therapies. Uh, this is where I first heard about this any this miraculous NED infusion that some people were doing in, uh, in Mexico, a uh, one-time famous clinic called uh, the Hit Clinic. Uh, so I was intrigued by these stories. When I came back to the UK, it was only a matter of weeks, uh, and through a contact I have in LA, a, a very well-known uh, addiction psychiatrist, Dr. Hyla Cass, I quickly arranged to go back. I spent uh, two weeks there in San Diego where I had the opportunity to visit this clinic which is in Tijuana just across the border. Uh, I witnessed some alcoholic people receiving this NED treatment from day one and by day five what I'd seen was absolutely extraordinary. The the progress, the, the, the acceleration uh, of the recovery through the detox phase 
was really quite uh, stunning to me. Uh, and speaking to the people after the five days, how they spoke about this clarity, uh, reduced craving, in fact, zero craving, uh, ability to deal with stress, and general well-being and focus. So I became very interested because, I mean, I... I you know, it was looking back at my, my own first five years of recovery, it was never easy, never is easy for anybody. Uh, I mean, there's a, 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 you know, I see a, a alcoholism as a psychobiological uh, condition. Uh, and there's a lot of people don't pertain too much to the physical abnormalities. So from that point on, I, I was just, I was took by the NED. I quickly came back to the UK. I had a residential rehab at the time. Uh, I gave that up and I completely focused on I must get this NED infusion program uh, kicked off here in the UK. And by 2012, I opened the first clinic here in central London offering NED. Now, particularly at that time, it was oriented around alcohol and drug detox. Of course, like Tom said, in 2013, when scientists reverses the aging process in some mammals, uh, NED became of other interest to me, but having said that, the symptoms of accelerated aging in alcoholics is, uh, uh, is is one of the reasons that NED is shown to be useful as far as aging. Uh, and I noticed these are one of the these are symptoms that I've seen, uh, especially in alcoholic women, how accelerated the aging process was, and after five days, how distinctively, uh, visibly, you could see. The reversal in that. So you could actually see these changes you on the faces. See, and, and you still see that today, of course. That's, that's incredible. And Dr. Sam, the, the, the two gentlemen here have spoken about, particularly about rehab and about um, alcoholism and, and helping with dependency. But from a functional medicine point of view and a regenerative medicine point of view, where do you see NAD fitting in? Well, I want to, to, to link in with a story that uh, John is um, just told us there about the visible changes in clients when they go on this. And we're talking about people, possibly chronic alcoholics, with metabolic disease, with underlying liver function, dysfunction, and et cetera. Um, only uh, in this week, I had the, the, the privilege of treating a person with uh, a, a critical disease, a uh, terminal disease. And um, of course, I made it very clear there's no um, support for this. There is no... Um, claims that I make about having these treatments done, um, it might do nothing at all. But this is something that you always would need people like alcoholics, people with drug abuse, they're desperate. And the best we can offer is the best of our knowledge. So that's exactly what I offered is the best of my knowledge. And within five days, starting on a Monday and a Friday, this uh, person had extensive... Um, uh, blood workups done and changes in the blood, including low platelets and bleeding, etc. It's severely bruised on the arms, the legs, the, the whole body, basically. And you would not believe it. The first time I see this in my clinical career over 35 years is that by Friday, when we finished, the, she had a physical change in her skin. All those, well, most of those bruises are nearly completely gone. There were still a few left. But this is the first time I had a clinical change over, uh, a makeover experience using functional medicine. Now, these are, NAD is a natural product and is a natural element and is um, not regarded a prescription or, or, or a drug for per se. And it is uh, something that is physiologically in our bodies and can be added into our bodies. But it has a very distinct therapeutic effect. And I think that is what's exciting to people like you and, 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 uh, and Tom to actually see that change physically and mentally. It must be, uh, uh, for the person who's actually receiving this, a, a real in-body and out-of-body experience. And that's exactly what I saw again this week treating this person. Now, this person could hardly walk, coming in in a wheelchair into the clinic, and she could walk out of the clinic, pushing her own chair to the car. Now, this is not something that somebody can just mentally motivate themselves to do that. She still needed the physical power, 
which gradually came back over the five days into her body. So this is again a clinical experience that I could observe and see. And that fits in very well with the stories you have about the addiction. And, and I, I have to add, like, we see a lot of these anecdotes um, inside the clinic. Um, but, but I think that the audience uh, needs to know that there is a general lack of, uh, of IRB approved or ethical board approved double blind placebo controlled research out there or just research in general. To, to verify some of the stories that we've heard. Um, but that doesn't mean that these, these stories haven't happened. I mean, we've, we've heard and seen and witnessed so many, so many stories. Um, but what I will say is that, you know, then that's one of the reasons why I started my nonprofit, the Center for Research on Addiction and Brain Health. Uh, so we're having, it's a new semester. We have 17 people in the nonprofit coming, coming, uh, coming in on Saturday, a week from today. Um, so that we can document s s some more of these to document uh, uh, patients coming in. And we we've already been doing a lot of documentation, but to, you know, eventually just really put the research out there. And, and there has been research done, but it, a lot of this research was done in the, in, in the, in the 1950s and 1960s. And it's, it should, it would take some effort, to, to get a hold of that, uh, some of that research, if it is in fact out there. And a lot of the studies currently of our knowledge about NAD is enemy mainly animal studies as well. So we base a lot of our assumptions perhaps on how it works, etc., on current animal studies. And we extrapolate that into human studies and the clinical evidence that we see there is the, yes, the guy go in for addiction and he comes out after three or five days or multiple sessions over a period of time, and this guy tells his own story. Now, like I said, that might be anecdotal from a scientific point of view, but an absolute true story, a self-told self story like your own, uh, Tom. And, and another thing is that, you know, there's, there is such a thing as functional medicine, which is uh, when doctors are taking a customized approach to the individual and looking at them individually and what they need. And so when patients come in, you know, they, they might, they might not have the same protocol of let's say NAD and, and nutrients that they might be getting. It might be different from one per one patient to another. And that, that, that is something that frustrates the scientific community. Um, and then also NAD being natural, it, it's very, difficult to get intellectual property to to have a sort of um a business model that that big pharma uh, uh likes to have and so that's where there's a there's a lack of of, of research there we, we talk about the the positive and the anecdotal stories and obviously there's a lot of experience with this but a lot of people the, the main barrier to this kind of functional medicine becoming mainstream is people are worried about the side effects or negative effects that aren't documented as well as the positive effects that aren't documented so in, in your experience john or tom have you ever come across any negative side effects when treating clients with addiction or even the, the health and wellness clients with using nad yeah well i mean the, the use of iv uh Infusion of NAD uh, brings around uh, what we like to term as nuisance side effects during its administration. But these can be very transient uh, side effects that, you know, appear and manifest as slight abdominal discomfort, slight breathlessness, uh, sinuses block, uh, people report tingling and a numbness uh, in their neck. But these symptoms are rapidly and very, very easily controlled by the reduction on the, the rate of the drip. Everyone has a, a different tolerance to NED molecule. Uh, some tolerate it uh, more than others. Uh, and depending on the dose, depending on the, the extent of these, like I say, nuisance, but very, very safe side effects that occur, which then uh, determine the length uh, time factor on the, the drip. Some people uh, very often call me and they're, they're concerned about the, the, the duration of the treatment. Like Tom quoted, eight, sometimes nine hours. Now, people have to remember that most of the research that they're reading about on 
uh, NED is addiction related and these protocols are very uh, big protocols they're reading about for uh, heroin, benzo, alcohol detox, uh, people with less severe uh, uh, conditions to be treated benefit from NED. Uh, these these time factors vary, so I can have uh, people come to our clinic here in London, and they can be on an IV drip for maybe one and a half two hours, maximum three hours. So the the, the it's dose dependent the the duration of the the treatment. It's not always eight nine hours. Yeah, we're using a lot of but a lot of people come to me these days, not for the addiction. Uh, use of NED, but for general wellness, uh, fatigue, and of course anti-aging benefits. And the dose that's offered to these uh, particular clients is much less than we would use in a heroin detox, for instance. Okay, yeah, well I can back up what you're saying there, because in Dr. Sam's clinic we'll probably be focusing mostly on wellness and regenerative medicine, and in our own trials recently, uh, we all kind of had our own uh, NADIV treatments last week and it was our first one and completely different in terms of tolerances. And I actually experienced some of the side effects you're mentioning there, but like you said, totally transient. As soon as you turned the drip down, they went away completely and there was nothing afterwards and actually felt quite good afterwards. Um, and Jess, who, who's here with us as well, had his and he was sitting opposite me and he was laughing at me because I fancy myself as a bit of a, a hardy book and I was squirming in the chair and he was cool as a cucumber. You so. know, NAD... In essence, is a biological form of B3 niacin. Now, anybody who's tried niacin before, vitamin B3, have, yeah, yeah. They, they will have experienced what's called the niacin flush, where you get extremely hot, you, your skin goes very red, you get very itchy. Uh, uh, the NED is like an internal version of that. So, uh, people who take B3 niacin and experience this flush, everyone experiences that flush independently. Uh, to the severity of it. Some people, you know, even like the, the effects of the flush, but of course, the reason that people don't use uh, B3 niacin uh, and all the great benefits that's got to offer is because they don't like the flush uh, effect. The NED is, you know, just just the same as a, a niacin flush, really. Harmless, but be, it can be a nuisance. And in terms of, um, if NAD is a natural molecule and we're using these IV treatments to boost those levels, obviously from a functional and regenerative medicine point of view and a general wellness point of view, we always want to look at the, the, the other aspects of lifestyle that we can improve to kind of give us the best chance of these treatments working. Uh, and I know, Tom, particularly you're interested in, in um, physical performance and athletics and stuff like that as well. Is there anything that you do or that you recommend or that works for patients you know in the past, such as nutrition or, or anything like that, or lifestyle choices that can naturally boost your levels of, I, of NAD and that might work alongside these, these NAD IVs? I guess, the, the, I guess there's two questions there. What, what can you do to increase NAD and then what can you do to boost performance? True, yeah. And, you know, I'd, I'd say to, to boost NAD levels, uh, fasting works. We know that stretching increases NAD levels, um, not drinking alcohol, getting better sleep. Um, it, 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 there's sirtuin one activators like terastilbene and resveratrol that through a feedback mechanism increase nad levels um supplement supplementing with uh with bv b3 uh, excuse me b3 vitamins like uh niacin or or um you know nicotinamide riboside or this no flush niacin uh, inositol nicotinate i mean things like that they that can increase nad levels lowering your your carbohydrate consumption um, is is another thing. So those those are some ways to increase your NAD levels, and, and really just trying to combat the effects of aging. Because as you age, uh, your NAD levels drop, and it's because of um, a molecule increases in your body called CD thirty eight. It's a it's an immune it's an immune compound, and, and we're finding out that, that's, that this is more of the molecule upstream that might be might be a factor. Um, and so the aging is a huge component, so just doing all the things necessary to, to age gracefully is going to be helpful. Well, I think there's, again, no, no uh, clear scientific evidence of, of, of this note that I want to leave there, but basically uh, what Tom says there around the age of when you're born the NAD levels would be at its highest and then around the age of 20 you might have already 
lost about 50% of your total supply and by the age of 40 it might go down already down to to 25% by the time you're 60 we're talking about 12.5% if you just follow that very um, general guide all right okay but lifestyle of course makes a difference genetics makes a difference and there's a lot of of uh, issues um, that can make that deplete faster or keep it higher um, and adding to what Tom said mentioned there about what can improve it you know like the keto diets have been be quite popular in showing also increase in your energy level and um, then the uh, fermented food diets, they're quite interesting as well. Sauna, heat. Uh, Tom, I don't know if you integrate any of those into your advice packages or into your clinics there. We uh, here in London have recently, over the past uh, year or so, introduced uh, red spectrum laser light uh, as a combination. Yeah, as a combination with the NED treatment. Just... Uh, According to some science from sports medicine, that uh, red spectrum light uh, can raise NED NEDH ratio, and I, I became very interested in that. So we we have a program now where we we offer that laser light in combination. But rightly so. I mean, lifestyle is uh, everything uh, to NED uh, depletion uh, as part of the natural progress. Uh, now, if there's one thing that uses it up more than anything else, it's definitely alcohol. But generally speaking, if you're young, healthy, and have a, a, a healthy lifestyle, I don't think anybody should need any D infusions unless they have a, a, a condition which is creating either oxidative stress or, or, or something like that, where any D's been depleted in other ways. Uh, because after the age of, th- you know, say 36, that's when there's a really down drive in the NED just like uh, Dr. Sam had pointed out. So we, we're using, uh, and we notice the difference. We notice the difference on clients who's had the combination therapy and clients who don't have the combination therapy. Those who choose the combination therapy with the laser light, uh, uh, you hear more comments from them uh, on the benefits. So it's definitely working out. Um, you mentioned combination therapies there. What about, obviously lifestyle is important, but what about a combination with things like your classic Myers cocktails and, and vitamin infusions like that? Have you experimented much or seen much difference when you combine them as opposed to NAD by itself? Personally, no. We've, we, when I started, uh, I picked up the protocol which they adopted from the UC, the, the clinics uh, in Mexico and uh, the States, uh, which included a Myers cocktail. Now, uh, I, I, you know, I started using the Myers cocktail. I don't use Myers cocktail any longer. We'll either use the, the laser or we'll use uh, uh, probably uh, glutathione antioxidant. Uh, these I've, I've just dropped the, the, the Myers cocktail unless somebody presents herself with a, a specific uh, blood count that they're deficient in some particular mineral. Or mineral then we'll pay attention to that. But we don't long. We no longer. Uh, see it necessary to be adding in the Myers cocktail. Hey guys, today we're talking about NAD or nicotinamide adenine dinucleotide and how this molecule is used to help with addiction, improved energy and performance, longevity and increasing health and wellness in general. If you want to learn more about this treatment or if you want to speak to somebody about NAD or other types of IV or regenerative treatments, you can get in touch by email on info at humanregenerationproject.com or visit the Nuacell website www.nuacell.ie. Thanks for listening and enjoy the rest of the chat. One of the common things you see nowadays and, and, and the, the, the kind of demographic you see interested in this kind of, and I'd hate using the words anti-aging or biohacking, but the, the kind of people you see are generally people who have an interest and who want to increase their performance in some form of uh, either cognitively at work, in sport, whatever it might be. They're not necessarily people who are ill or are suffering with dependencies. So uh, for, with, with something like NAD therapy, is this something that they should consider or that, that will give them what they're looking for? 
Um, or is it really the best advice to kind of sort out the other aspects first, the lifestyle, the diet, the stuff that we spoke about? Um, or is it a combination of both the, the way this, this field is going? Because um, I know there's guys like obviously Ben Greenfield is, is, is one of the pioneers in this kind of a field. Better living through science is his kind of motto, um, which, is, which is great. And it's what first caught my ear and, and Jess and Dr. Sam as well, that there is a potential there to improve and enhance what might normally be possible um, through the use of IV um, either vitamin therapies or NAD therapy but in your kind of experience you have a lot of a lot of experience in this field Tom do you, do you think that's something that people should look at if they are in general quite well and healthy um, and one of the main reasons I ask is because we know nowadays compared to maybe years ago our nutrition isn't possibly where it needs to be as a result of number one just poor planning but number two production processes and, and, and industrial farming and things like that the nutrition content of food isn't where it was our stress levels tend to be higher our activity levels are lower so in general we are less healthy so th- this looks like an attractive option for, for people it looks like a shortcut for some people but as part of a, a bigger plan is this something you would recommend um people look at as, as part of a, an optimization of their health i suppose uh, absolutely. And, 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 you know, no one would ever consent to be a fool. If I said to you, you know, I'll give you a billion dollars, but, but I'm going to make it, you'd have to trade in your, uh, your emotional stability. You would, you would be intellectually handicapped. You would be uh, unhappy or something like that. It, you wouldn't trade that for all the money in the world. Like your ability to have these, this, this human intellectual ability is, is so, it's it's so of the utmost importance. It's it's up there with um, time that you have on this planet, and and, and that's what we think um, NAD might be helpful with both. And and what we see is that when people do NAD, at least with myself and, and many others, is that they they perceive the world differently. Like it's richer, it's more vibrant. Um, it, it, some people sort of compare it to sort of a, um, a psychedelic experience in a way. Maybe it's something something like that. It, but it, I, I I believe, and we, we should definitely do uh, some more formal research. Is that there is is that not only um, will people have um, cognitive and physical performance improvements from it, but but also I I think. Um, to some degree, worldwide, there's an intellectual, there's a worldwide intellectual deficit from a lack of, of NAD. So, um, you know, for example, I've got a phone call from someone who's, who's in, um, he's in Kentucky and, uh, uh, or no, I, I, I'm sorry. I, I think it might be another state, but, uh, Tennessee, and he's, he's working with the government there because a, a huge percentage of, of, the the babies being born in Tennessee are are being born to uh, heroin addiction, and and so th- there it, this is going to be um, a, a huge problem for the 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 healthcare system and and governments and but the drugs and alcohol is a problem worldwide um, and 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 what we see in 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 uh, in many places around the world is there's intellectual deficits in, in poorer countries. And it has to do primarily with, um, nutritional deficiencies like NAD. So, I mean, the, the history behind NAD is, 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 is there was a, there was a, there was this quote unquote infection in the United States. And there was this, uh, medical doctor named Joseph Goldberger who was, was, who, who moved to the South to work on a, a, a an infection called pellagra. Um, and he, he had already worked on things like typhoid, diphtheria, typhus, dengue fever, yellow fever. He had worked on all the infections at the turn of the century. And he went and the government had asked him, well, okay, you've done all your research. What is it? And he said, it, 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 they asked him, like, did it come from flies or mice or, and, and he said, no, this is, this is nutrition. And it, it, he, he encountered problems for, for 20 years trying to explain that pellagra was a deficiency of, of, of nutrients. And, um, and pellagra is a, is a disease that's, um, that's um, characterized by the four Ds, uh, dementia, dermatitis, um, and um, I'm trying to remember the other one, uh, diarrhea and, and death. So, so it, 
this this what what we now know today is that this was a this was an this was severe NAD deficiency. That's what we now know today, and it's and it's taking taking a very long time for this to happen. But but over uh, over the many decades that that followed, and Goldberger didn't get to see the the in in the the introduction of niacin into the food supply during World War uh, into the Allies, uh, niacin into flour. But uh, when when uh, veterans came back from the war, there was a, a doctor uh, scientist, uh, Abraham Hoffer, who was uh, taking care of uh, veterans that were that were in interned in Japanese camps, and he was seeing that they were deficient in niacin, and he came up with this this concept of subclinical um, B three deficiency, and um, he he eventually went on to become friends with. Um, Bill Wilson, the founder of of AA, um, and Bill Wilson, when he discovered niacin, he had he had profound effects. He had been even though he had been sober for many years, he had suffered from from depression, and and and, and he had felt that this B three was uh, he 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 tried everything to get B three to be part of AA, and it was rejected. So there is a sort of history of of people pushing forth things like NAD and then they're to, for they to be pushed back. And, and I think this is one of those um, extraordinary times where perhaps we can push this forward. And, and, and I'm, I'm just trying to expand this concept of subclinical NAD deficiency as something that's, that's necessary in our modern world um, where we can have increased performance capacity by by doing the substance. And you mentioned the pushback there, Dr. Sam. Why, why, why do you think there's such a pushback against something which just, to me, sounds incredible and has sounded incredible from the very start since I started to, to look into NAD and, and listen to your stories? Why, why is there this pushback? I, I think Tom, Tom already mentioned some of it, and that is the fact that they, the pharmaceutical companies can't really own the intellectual property of this concept, etc. It's a bit like the cannabis story as well. You know, it becomes very difficult if you can't own that research and make it your own and make money from it. So I don't want to let it sound that negative, but the reality is there, there is, uh, things takes very long time in formal medicine to adapt to new ways of thinking. And, and what is lacking is this clinical evidence that we're talking about this morning as well how to gather that and how to bring that into a level uh, one two three four studies so that you can actually stand over those the clinical trials that's what's missing but once it's there like with cannabis um, eventually the the push will be there and it's overwhelming and it will eventually come in I absolutely agree with Tom said then I think the concept of subclinical pellagra if you want to call it that way is something that we experience in daily practice. Coming from a clinical background here, ordinary eating disorders, not only your alcohol abuse and your substance abuse, we're talking about, uh, there are known um, documented um, like carcinoid carcinoma, which is related to, to B3 and Nelson uh, shortage. But just looking at our daily lives, I think there's a case to be made for poor nutrition, people with poor lifestyles, uh, develop, definitely developing these shortages in NAD and with this shortage in lysine as well, eventually uh, they end up with B3 deficiencies, just being very low. And that develops a lot of the depression on the clinical signs, which we today would put on a group and, and say, oh, well, you've got a psychiat psychiatric disease, you know, and give you an antidepressant. The underlying cause many times might be something as simple as just NAD shortage or depleted NAD levels and or vitamin B3. So when we talk about functional medicine, this is kind of what we talk about is take, take a bigger a bigger picture of you. And I know in the States, it's it's massive not just looking at someone's blood markers and are they in between the acceptable markers well then they're not sick but they presented for a reason so clearly there's there's something going on there um john when, when people when people find you what what are the common things that they come to you with i, I know uh, alcoholism and dependency is a huge one but, but do you get people coming in looking just just for improvements in general health or, or how does it work when people come to you here in london 
Oh, in recent years, there have been uh, a lot of people uh, contacting me with various other conditions outside uh, alcohol and uh, drug treatment. In fact, these days, the majority of clients who come to NAD Cell Clinic are non-addicted people. Uh, they're people with uh, metabolic uh, conditions. Uh, they're serious conditions. They're people who come with Parkinson's disease, uh, multiple sclerosis. Uh, we've seen a big uh, interest lately in uh, Lyme disease and how NED, in combination with laser again, uh, it seems to improve the quality of life uh, in, in these individuals. So there's people with some real serious neurodegenerative and uh, metabolic uh, conditions is coming to the clinic. But then we've recently in the past year beginning to see a lot of uh, the, the healthy, sick people, the people who, who, who think that maybe they're sick but they're not sick. Uh, but anti-aging is becoming more the, the, the mainstream for NED. And we've seen a, a, a spike uh, in certain uh, people interested in the, the anti-aging benefits. These are people who take NED serious. You don't have to say much to them about NED when they contact you. They've already done a lot of research. They're pretty smart people. Uh, they're people that's interested in aging uh, healthy. Uh, we've seen a big spike in these people in the past year as uh, uh, as the research lends itself more to the benefits of NED and aging. So these are the kind of people Tom would have mentioned there who are, who are looking to, to experience life more and to get more more quality out of the time that they're here rather than trying to live to two or three hundred. Is that kind of what we're talking yeah, exactly. about? exactly. I mean, these are people who has done pre-research. They only contact me uh, to have the infusion therapy. Uh, like I say, they're people, they're pretty smart people who have really extensively, they could teach me a thing or two about NED. So the, the availability of information on ED is uh, becoming... Uh, greater and greater every day. So these are, yeah, these are the type of people that Tom spoke about. Uh, there's a lot of sports people beginning to take a, an interest in this miracle molecule as well. Uh, so we've seen a little increase uh, uh, in amateur uh, athletics. Uh, people, there's a, a group of uh, boxers trying NED. So they're, they're come, people, the, the interest is coming through all different aspects these days. Where, Mark, specifically, it was an addiction protocol in the beginning. In fact, NED was first used many years ago in South Africa, uh, a country Dr. Sam knows well, that's where it comes from. And way back, uh, 80 years ago, uh, as a protocol for, um, you know, moderate to severe schizophrenic uh, people. Uh, so NED is not a, a new a new thing. It's, you know, it goes back a long way. It's just like... Uh, in recent times, with the, the scientists looking at it again and its qualities regarding ageing and, and other aspects of energy and brain health, is it, there's been a, a sort of renewed interest in it, like a renaissance. You mentioned there uh, a lot of athletes, amateur athletes, boxers, things like that. It's an area I have a, a specific interest in. What, what kind of uh, benefits are these guys noticing, apart from what we've discussed so far? Are they actually getting improvements in athletic performance? Oh, without, oh, increased stamina. Really? Uh, oh, absolutely. Uh, and, you know, faster better recovery rates. This is uh, stuff they've measured, isn't it? Yeah, this, this, this is the report back under the, this through their personal experience. We don't have any data to, 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 to claim that. This is just observation uh, experience that they're putting back to this. But without a doubt, increased stamina in all cases. Yeah, I mean, that's, uh, it, it reminds me, there's a, a, a well-known uh, supplement manufacturer scientist i was talking with him at one of these conferences and he said he just turned to me and he said you know when i do nad i i could just keep going for hours <laughs> working in the lab working on my stuff I, I just don't i don't run out of that i don't get mentally fatigued okay and i, I know the first question people are going to ask when we touch this on this topic is is it a performance enhancing drug is this something that's going to be viewed as um an unfair advantage for people or i mean when we discuss it like this it's clearly something that is a part of us naturally that we are deficient in so you treat it like any multivitamin you take in the morning um, but is, is this something do you think that we're going to have an issue with in terms of regulation in sports i don't think so i, I, I don't see why, why that could be it's, it's just basic nutrition NED. Uh, the only uh, problem with NED, to get the, you know, is, is through the IV infusion. It may cause a problem uh, as an IV infusion in professional uh, 
sports uh, just because of the, the method of administration. But the, the, the molecule itself, I don't see that as being uh, uh, as a, an enhancer as such. Yeah. Yeah, and you bring up the point there of administration. This is something, if you're having it done through IV, that has to be done by a registered doctor or nurse. This is not something that, that you go into your, your local well, beauty salon well, and have done by Well, the here in the UK, you don't have to be a medically trained nurse to to do an IV infusion. Uh, you have to be supervised by a qualified nurse or okay. a doctor. Uh, but we have courses here on cannulation and phlebotomy. Uh, where you don't have to be a qualified nurse that can actually do the cannulation process but of course uh, it comes by prescription uh, and a qualified medical team uh, that's the way it's conducted here anyway yeah i mean anytime you you even if you put in a, a dry needle into somebody there's a there's the possibility of a, a, a major reaction Infection, you know right. i mean so it, it, things aren't a hundred percent safe with with uh, anything having to do with needles um, you know, this is, you're, you're going to want, if you're going to do an NAD infusion, you're going to want to have someone who's experienced and qualified and, and, and trained to, to do the NAD infusion and understands the, the kinds of ailments that, that you might have. I think it's important that it, it, it clause did always to select their practitioner. Like in the UK, the regulations now just changed in September last year on a regulation and there are now four classes and nurse prescribers uh, in a level six or seven as they call it here would be 100 percent qualified to do the treatments and or run by a doctor right but uh, again it's about selecting the practitioner is very important this is not like giving a, a myers cocktail or this is not like giving a regular vitamin cocktail nad is much more complex yeah yeah, there's a phrase that you used, John, earlier before we were recording, that the party bags. And this is something that's become quite popular now with the IV infusions, with the, the cocktails and things like that, the, the post-hangover or the party cure. This is a different realm altogether. Oh, yeah, it's a completely, this is a completely different protocol we're talking about with the NED. It's nothing like the, the party drip Myers cocktail infusion. Nothing, nothing like it at all. It's a completely, this, this is not even a vitamin. It's a, a coenzyme. Uh, it's a completely different experience, as Tom pointed out, uh, with, with a obviously completely different outcome. Of course, but yeah. as Tom stated, the clinical governance uh, for an IV infusion is very important. You know, it's not everybody it, it, it can carry out an NED infusion. You have to be, you have to know what you're yeah. doing. Yeah. Uh, especially with the. The, the side effects that can occur. Well, I find one of the most harmful things to treatments like this is when people who don't know what they're doing start administering these treatments. The clients don't get the results, they, they badmouth the treatment, and then everybody suffers because nobody's going to get the, 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 the benefits from it. Um, Tom, you did mention there oral supplementation, um, things like nicotinamide, riboside, NMN, things like that. Are, are these things that people can get their hands on readily? Um, and, and what's your opinion? And obviously, IV is a very, very effective way of administering nutrients directly to the bloodstream. But what do you think about taking, taking oral supplementation and the benefits of that for somebody who doesn't want to go down the road of maybe IV treatments? Um, do, do you think there's a, a, a bioavailability to these ingredients? Um, I don't know if you're affiliated with any companies or anything like that that, that supply this, but what, what's your opinion on the oral stuff? Well, my conflict is I'm a, I'm a backer of NAD. Okay. That's my conflict of interest. Uh, you know, I was just yesterday, I was with a an, an nicotinamide mononucleotide science, scientist, and that's coming out as a product. And then also I, I was uh, with, a, with a, a major head of a company that produces nicotinamide riboside. And we all sort of debate <laughs> <laughs> and sort of uh, swing at each other thinking we got the better molecule. And, and the reality, and what I see as my perspective is, is that um, th there is lots of research to show that these, these vitamins wor work very well. But, but I feel that, that um, science will prove that, that, that NAD, the, the pure molecule and not the precursor is, is the, um, and, and doing it through it intravenously um, is this superior, the most superior form of administration. Now, yeah, does that mean you shouldn't go out and do it? Um, no. I mean, if, you, if that's something that you want to do, you want to try nicotinamide riboside, some people get some pretty great benefits. If you go on Amazon and you look at the reviews, you, you'll see like maybe one out of you know, every 10 views or someone says, you know, this changed my life. When, when, with a lot of the, 
the NAD IV infusions, you see uh, really happy reviews up in the 70, 80, 90% range, which is much higher than stem cell injections. Yeah. And that I see, yeah. is this something you do for life? Is this, is it something? Obviously, you want to optimize your, your your lifestyle and health as well. But is it something if you start going down this road, you like the benefits? Is it something you have to maintain forever to to keep that? I won't call it a buzz, but to keep that um the the the, the positive effects and, and the changes in your life, or or is it a facilitator for more change? Does it help you make other changes that might kind of be a little bit more long term? I, I think that for the NED point of view, it's, it's ongoing especially after the age of 36. Uh, it's an ongoing uh, treatment uh, or a- adoption of a new lifestyle. I mean, we talk about BT niacin, but another important precursor for the body to make, you see, the body has to make NED. Uh, there is an amino acid tryptophan. Uh, tryptophan can be found in big, high-energy-expending uh, animals like turkeys have a lot of tryptophan. So turkey is a good source of NED. As in eating turkey yeah, meat? Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah, salmon, uh, uh, liver, uh, all contains high quantities of tryptophan. So tryptophan and uh, niacin are, are two precursors for the body. It gets these two and it makes NED from there. So, but it's ongoing. You don't have to, like I said previously, you don't, you know, if you're fit, healthy and young, uh, under age of 30, without any conditions, you don't have to, no one should really need NED, but there is a theory, uh, uh, looking at the predator response, that when we lived in caves, that some of us were genetically programmed to be NED deficient. So at a certain time, uh, these uh, people, human beings who had this genetic uh, imprint had to be, they they got anxious, they get nervous, uh, they get agitated, uh, and these were signs that these these became the hunters, in in in, in the cave. And these were pe- these are the people who went to kill the animal. When you see even now, when you see uh, old films, the, uh, the, the the Maasai people, they, they kill the animal. And the first thing they eat uh, and and share is the, the liver. Organ meat, yeah. And it's almost like an alcoholic getting his drink or a, a drug addict getting his his hit. When you see these people eating the the, the raw liver because it's polluted with tryptophan. And then they wrap up the animal, they take it back to the cave and everybody joins in and they just, they just sit and wait to the next time until the agitation and the anxiety arises. Uh, this is a theory which I can relate to with certain uh, addicts, especially my own personal circumstances. I think I was probably programmed to be NED deficient. You even see that with, with predators nowadays. You watch the Discovery Channel, the, the lion makes a kill, and the first thing the alpha does is goes in and eats that deliver out of the heart and, and, and off your heads then, yeah. So, I mean, there, there is that theory, and there's a good paper written about it from a, a, a professor associated with the University in Birmingham. I read it extensively some years ago, and I support that idea that there could be a natural NED deficiency in some people because some people benefit more in a profound way from NED infusions and then it's not everybody experiences the same profoundness of this therapy but there are some people where it literally has an absolutely profound effect on and these people could be the, the these people have this genetic difference that's that sub that's that subclinical group of people that I'm talking about which uh, Tom also just mentioned there you know there are a lot of things that we don't know and in medicine, we typically like to p- put people into boxes, pigeonholes, and that you need to fit in somewhere, you know. But there's a, a lot of people that falls out of that that we need to hopefully over time going to get to a point where we can classify this and recognize them as NAD deficient pe- people. So for, for the listeners who now hopefully know a little bit more about NAD, if people want to learn more about this, I, I know both Tom and John, you're both very, very active and involved in, in promoting NAD and the effects. Are, are there resources that they should use, places they should go, uh, websites they should visit that, in your opinion, will give them a, a better understanding of the benefits of this treatment um, and, and maybe read some stories similar to your own and kind of, kind of get, a, get a better understanding, a better feel for how this works? Well, I mean, there's some mind-boggling science on the, the Google search pages about NED. NED is such a complicated molecule to talk about in detail. It's, it's mind-blowing. Uh, mind, you know, so, NAD Cell website, Tom's NAD Treatment Centre website, we contain 
In fact, Tom's got a fantastic animation uh, uh, of how NED uh, carries is responsible for some DNA repair work within the, the mitochondria, within the cells. Uh, but, but you need to be careful. I mean, there's good research generally available. Uh, but you, the, the more you dig deeper, the, the more complex it, it becomes, like most things. Uh, but yeah, I mean, there's plenty of general information on Google pages. So, so yeah, I mean, you can go to our website, nadtreatmentcenter.com. Um, also, I, I'll be, I'm coming out with a book in the next few months. So you, you could be on the lookout for that. And then um, particularly for doctors, we'll be doing, we, we did the last NAD conference and we're, we're looking to put together the next NAD conference. Um, and so just be, be tuned into that. If you, um, if you want, you could, you know, send me an email at Tom at NADtreatmentcenter.com and we could, you know, invite you to the next, um, to the next uh, NAD conference that we put on. Brilliant. Um, and Dr. Sam, for, for your own clients, um, where, where should they go to, to find out more information on, on your specific treatments, which are which include NAD, but also the regenerative and functional if medicine? If they go onto the nuacell.com website and go into IV performance, um, they would find the information there. Um, for From my clinical point of view, an approach to this is something interesting perhaps for you as well, Tom, is that I'm involved on, more on the... On a clinical side, using stem cell-based therapies, uh, as I said earlier, and my really um, inspiration came from the point that that at some age, the these even wonderful, great um, uh, stem cell-based therapies do not deliver the same type of results that I would expect them to. And so there's something in the cell, and that's what started my research into looking how to optimize um, the, the cell response. And that's how I got finally decided, well, I have to have this in my clinic as part of my clinical work to optimize and prepare people for that. So I would love to work with you guys to see how can one optimize that and gather information to see people, if we can get to a point where we can optimize people, prepare them for procedures, and perhaps have a way later with clinical good clinical data to, to actually illustrate the difference between it makes when you have a person that is in a good metabolic state with good levels of NAD and what the response to that wound healing cascade yes. Would be, you know, at the moment it's theory. We can speculate, and it's nice to speculate. But it would be great one day to actually have data to back that up. Yeah, well, I mean, it's great, uh, Doctor Sam, having you here. It's always a privilege to have a professional uh, doctor uh, involved with us. I mean, I'm just, uh, I'm not a medical professional. I can only speak about my own personal uh, clinical observation experience and uh, uh, just my experience over the years with, with this. Uh, unbelievable molecule which it is so the more doctors come on board uh, Sam come through the stem cell route uh, the more credibility this treatment gets I mean I work with some real credible uh, professional doctors here in central London uh, who believe in this therapy uh, only not so much what they've seen uh, in data but what they've seen with their own eyes uh, has baffled them it is a quite a remarkable, baffling type of therapy. This don't ask me how it works uh, in all cases, but it's really it's really something else. So it's a privilege to have Doctor Sam uh, take interest. Absolutely, I'm not a doctor either, and you know this isn't this isn't medical advice. And you should certainly find someone like like Doctor Sam to who could you know look you know deeply into your health to see if if NAD is something for you. Yeah, I think patient selection is always important. doesn't matter what you do. But um, this is a wonderful illustration how um, the world of science is linked together from a clinical background, from a scientific, from experience point of view, from the, the all together we make a team and all together we deliver a result that's significant for the person that, 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 that receives it. Uh, I was again now intrigued when um, Tom mentioned chronic fatigue. I think in general practice, when I was still in general practice, that possibly would have taken up 
possibly about 50% of my Thai patients will come in and will say, I'm tired. Now, if I had to treat every one of them tired, I will never get to any other diseases. Right, so maybe this would be one day proven to be a simple way to start creating and generate energy through the science that we understand, where NAD can actually, let's call it, power up the sirtuins and all the mechanisms that we are now starting to discover in the science that explain to us these reactions that you guys experience yourself and that you see in your client base. How much of a, of a fatigue factor uh, is would be visiting your, your clinic? If you say, uh, look at your data that you gathered up there. Gosh, I, I hate answering numbers. Um, but, you know, I would say, you know, in, in the percentages don't add up. Uh, they, they don't, they're, they're way over 100%. So 75% of our clients are coming in for addictions. Um, we get people, we, we might get 30, 40% coming in for, for psychological problems like depression and anxiety and, and things like that. And then we get probably another 30% coming in for, for uh, chronic, cr chronic disease, um, which includes uh, chronic fatigue. I mean, I would say it's a huge percentage. Um, now, more likely that all those conditions that you mentioned, that those people won't possibly tick the box. Yeah, of course. Things. I mean, yeah. are you fatigued? 30, you another 30% come in for anti-aging. I mean, it's way over. You're seeing people with multiple problems and getting uh, getting a lot, lots of different solutions. That's what we see. That's what the, the clinic sees clinically. So, yeah, Even the addicted uh, clients, uh, I mean, these people end up using uh, alcohol and drugs for energy. A false energy, all may be it, uh, but uh, without it, they're, they're, they're energy deficient. I mean, an alcoholic just cannot raise a finger uh, with, with lack of energy. Yeah. So even from the addicted population, uh, there's chronic fatigue issues, which are restored. You know, there's just a real there's a real expansion. I mean, NAD is just sort of a it's it's been sort of a starting point. You know, and and um, as John was saying that you know that the, the this infrared laser, the infrared light, we we have that in San Diego as well. I mean, it increases NAD levels. Um, yeah, there's an expansion into other things that could be used synergistically, and and also just sort of you know when patients will come in and they'll 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 ask for for other longevity therapies, things that they've read that reverses the aging process. It's one of the things that we're doing through my nonprofit is we're, we are getting people's biological aging clocks. So there's different ways to test people's, get an actual number behind their age through, for, through various different methods. And it's, it's very controversial. Some tests are liked more than others, depending on who you are and you know, uh, if you're, uh, what type of scientist you are, what type of doctor. So um, we're looking at hundreds of different, uh, uh, different aging markers. And so when, so, because yeah, a, a lot of, a lot of our clients are, uh, as John said, they're very educated and they, they, they not only know about NAD, but they also are talking about, uh, rapamycin and metformin and dacitinib and, um, they're talking about fasting and they're, you know, so you, you're, you're seeing people that are not only optimizing with NAD, but they're also uh, trying to optimize and it's in it's, it's new territory. I mean, it's, it's, it's a little bit, it's, it's, a, it's a little bit frightening, actually. Some of these, some of the things that they're doing, I mean, some of these, some of these therapies are, um, um, that they're doing is, are, are, uh, the, the, you know they they've they've there have there hasn't been a lot of validation behind them so but i mean that's you know 20 years ago people were doing the same thing with um nootropics like paracetam and then there was uh, uh, a lot of people that thought that that was downright dangerous and 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 now it's just sort of uh par for the course with a lot of biohackers that are that are that are taking things like paracetam and alpha gp i remember an alpha gpc i remember reading that in a book that you know that we didn't know enough about it and that was but now it's like now we see a lot of functional medicine doctors just um you know recommending supplements like that yeah i think there's two important points to pick up on there just just to wrap this up but the first thing is that the testing that you mentioned and 
so, while some of these new tests might not be accepted in the more mainstream medicine, I think anybody with, with any sort of kind of sense or cop on realizes that it's much better to have a whole battery of tests done and then draw the conclusion from that rather than go into your doctor and have a simple blood test and they tell you this is what's wrong and they give you medication. And um, so I think it, it, t- taking that, that, that kind of bigger picture of view is always going to be more beneficial. And um, so it, while some of the tests might be new and revolutionary and scary, personally, I'd much prefer to go in and have, have a whole range of those tests done. And wh- whether some of them are accurate or not, you, you get a much better picture. Um, and then the same thing kind of applies. It's, it's important to note we've been discussing NAD here, but it is part of a bigger picture when it comes to health as well. And we've talked about IV infusions and, and oral uh, oral treatments and then lifestyle choices and diet and sleep and all these different things get kind of affected. So w- one of the kind of the pushbacks you kind of get when you, when you speak about these treatments is that uh, you shouldn't rely, I don't want my clients to, to, to throw their, their, their typical traditional treatments out the window and just focus on NAD because they heard a podcast or they read a, an article on it. it. It is very important for, for our listeners and, and anybody who's interested in this to, to do your own research, but to, to, to treat these treatments as part of a, uh, a, an optimization of your health, a preventative approach, not just a magic bullet for treating um, specific conditions. Um, on, on that point there, gentlemen, it's been a, an absolute pleasure. You, you mentioned the, the, the value of having Dr. Sam, but things like this don't move forward without pioneers in the field. And, and whether you're doctors or, or experience is, is massive and stories are massive. And, and our listeners especially, they love to hear stories from people who are on the ground pushing this forward, who are pushing the conferences, who are setting up addiction centers and who, who are growing this field. So everyone in the room here is a massive value and, and will really be instrumental, I think, in, in moving this into mainstream medicine. Um, so just on behalf of myself, and Dr. Sam on the podcast I just want to say thank you very much for for joining us on the conversation and uh, fingers crossed the, the first of many thank you thanks a million guys thank you if you want to learn more about NAD or other types of IV or regenerative treatments you can get in touch with us by email on info at humanregenerationproject.com or visit the NUSL website www.nuacell.ie John Gillen and the NAD Cell Clinic in London can be found at www.nadcell.com and Tom Ingolia and the NAD Treatment Centre in San Diego are at www.nadtreatmentcentre.com If you enjoy these podcasts, please show us some love and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Thanks again for listening and see you next time.